previously on the mortal path. I didn't. You didn't fucking tell me you could fly. I'm just gonna get in the other. Shh, you think shh. you'd fucking tell someone that before you jumped off a hundred foot fucking ledge? I told you not to worry. <laughs> oh my fucking god. <laughs> I say uh, as hurriedly as I can. She can do the lights like I can do the smoke. That's all. Oh now, Neri. I can do a lot more than that. Greetings, Your Majesty. It's a pleasure to meet you. You are more powerful, aren't you? You're better at the magic than this one. I'm going to cast Somaturgy on myself to make my voice boom. You're out here flexing. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. And what do you say? Yes, I am, my queen. leading into the library have opened the door you are in this room that has all these like shelves and drawers and there are spots on the wall where there are clearly things that were once hung up and that were missing there are all sorts of like little tables and desks it's a surprisingly big room but everything is kind of like hidden away so there's nothing immediately on show however because we're gonna we're gonna move through this quite quickly you help lua over to the library room yes Yes, I do that, yes. Lua is ecstatic. First of all, they're going to close the door behind them, so there's not just an open door to see what you were doing. They are going to start digging through drawers and missing things, and as you flick through them, you come across two things that catch your interest, that I have decided catch your interest, because we're not... Sounds good. Because we're skipping past this. One is a book, and it has in this kind of filigree... Is that the right word? Does that mean, like, in silver? Filigree? Filigree. 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 Letters that say Book of Costa. And when you open it, it is written in a language that you cannot read. <gasps> and you get oh, free shit. coffee for life. <laughs> yes. Hello. It's all vouchers. My name is Queen Eusebia. Yes. No. Um, it's the Book of Costa. <laughs> and it's okay. written in a language that you cannot read. You also find uh-huh. a single dagger. And it's got this kind of like wavy edge to the blade. And it is super magical but you're not quite sure what it does from your first kind of like impression of it. You just know that that is magical. Lua. Dope. Yeah. Lua is very keen to get the stuff they want and get out. They do not want to be caught in this room. And so they are going to be grabbing documents and they're going to be grabbing some books and scrolls and like shoving it in their bags and their things. And you make your way out of the room. Lua Lua is going to try and convince you to leave the carpet. Are you going to leave the carpet? <laughs> I'll leave the carpet. Yeah. Okay. No, so we fly. So you put the carpet back up. You put the clip back up. We can come get it later, man. Through a series okay. of magical things and good puzzle solving skills that you have that you proved last episode that we won't go through again. You <laughs> hang the carpet back up. You you set it back so it doesn't look like anyone's no, broken. Do it. I just leave it like floating in midair <laughs> near where I where I got do it? You? And it's just no, no. I'll be good. Okay, and you make your way back out of the library. Uh, I well, this is your choice. Are you going to go out the front door or the way you came? I've got a pass. I could just walk straight out, right? Okay, yeah. So you walk out, and Lua is going to go back out the the way that you came, back out the top. Yeah. See ya. 
You are one absolutely crazy motherfucker. I have no idea <laughs> where you got any of that shit from, but I'm fucking grateful. I'll I'll get back in contact. I feel like I owe you one at this point, so I think thank you. Also, please don't shrink me and put me in a bag again, ever, because that was terrifying. Hang on one sec. How do I get back down to the underground from here? Oh, you mean like the tunnels and things? Your best way... Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, your best way is to use the safe one in, in Jiren's flat. That's one of the best entrances. Uh, there is one in the stinking troll as well. Uh, there are a couple around the city, but uh, they're usually quite well guarded if they're not in someone's house. So I would stick to that one if I were you. All right. Catch you later. But you can fly and turn yourself into anyone you want. So fuck it. Do what you want, I guess. Thanks. And like they run <laughs> off into the night <laughs> with all of the shit <laughs> that they have. Yeah, just a big bag of shit. And I'm just there with like a knife. A knife and a book. The book of Costa. Which I've put in my pockets. Yeah, book of Costa. You've got you've got infinity coffee vouchers now. Yeah. Infinity coffee. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe it. Yeah. Dope. It's like three, half three in the morning. Where are you going? To Jiren's house. Okay, so you head back. I, I gotta hide, man. I still am wanted by the cops. You I are. mean, I made a little exception because this guy was real angry about something, but... <laughs> yep. Okay. So you head back. Jiren will provide you a bed of cardboard and old clothes on the floor of his room for you to sleep on. Is very, very interested in your, your wild tales of how you managed to break into the Eternal Labyrinth and steal some stuff. Do you show him the book and the dagger? No, I'm keeping those to myself. Okay, that's what I thought. So, you spend the night at Jiren's house in the flat. I would like to go to the basement. I wanted to go into the... into the. They, I've done my thing for them. They should let me stay at their cool place now. Do you mean the tunnels? I mean the rebel base in the tunnels, where I was like... Specifically went on a job for them, so they, they'd hide me. Okay, it's 3.30 in the morning. Lua has disappeared off somewhere with their stuff. Jiren will let you into the tunnels, but Jiren is... It's Jiren's bedtime. Jiren is not going down there right now. You can go and sleep in the tunnels if you want, but Jiren has made you a bed on the floor. No, I don't mean the tunnels. I meant, like, I thought I was meeting Lua back at the secret base. Lua did not say anything about that. Where's Lua going? Lua just fucked off. Awful. Yeah. I'll sleep at Jiren's house then. <laughs> yeah. All right. Lua fucking sucks. Asshole. <laughs> They're no. an asshole. Piece of Lua shit. Hate them. Lua ditched oh, you. Oh, how the turn takes. I got, I got fucking... I'm, I'm going there tomorrow. All right. <laughs> going I, I'm going to nap angrily. <laughs> okay. On my cardboard throne. Okay. Or bed. <laughs> or... Not a, a throne. It's a posh bed. A futon. Doesn't matter. Something Ignore other than it. what you have. It's not yeah. a futon. <laughs> <laughs> like Whatever. Futon. Angry okay. nap. Let's get this okay. over with. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Jiren, Jiren will gently tell you in your sulking half nap that Lua does come round quite often. Lua will probably be back soon if you hang out there. Uh, Lua, Lua does not just disappear for months on end. However, the night ends. It is morning time. What? It's it's six in the morning ish. What are y'all doing? We'll end up for a morning jog around the city. Okay. Oh, let's run around for an hour. Do I know the Nat goes on morning jogs? Yes. Can I get up early and wait in Nat's path? Make me a constitution. No, I'm joking. Yeah, of course you can. <laughs> 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 yeah yes you can do that okay uh so now as you you get up you get dressed very nice luxurious bed you've had a great sleep you are feeling refreshed and ready to face the day um, oh hell yeah hell yeah um you start off on your jog and this time you're starting from almost by the 
fanged court. And so you've you've run this route before. You've kind of shaved off maybe like, I don't know, a bit of it because the cat's cradle is further back along the wall. But you are right there. And as you start to jog. I mean, what I'm going for here is I want to be hidden down like an alleyway. Oh my god, you're going to mug Nat. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm kind of under the impression that Nat's probably being tailed or under some kind of surveillance. So I think I'm in, I think I'm in lizard mode and I think I'm waiting down a side alley. And then whenever Nat runs past, I'm going to go, oi, oi. I will look over, see Taro, and then like do that, like tie a shoelace thing and kind of uh, take a little look around. Okay, make me a perception check. You do not see Taro, however. You do see a large lizard with deer antlers on the head. But but they are wearing an outfit. Oh yeah, they're they're wearing a Taro outfit. The only Taro. (laughs) They are wearing an outfit that only Taro would wear, to be fair. Well, that's not true because it's somebody else's clothes. Uh, Well, you are wearing that cloak that... Yeah, the cloak that's true. On top. I'm wearing the cloak that changes colours. So I, I could tell it's Taro from... Yes. Also, he's waving at you. I could tell it's Taro. Yes. So I, I bend down a tie shoelace and take a look around. 18. No one's tailing you that you can see. No suspicious activity. The streets are quite quiet because you're running around by the walls. There are still people around and guards, but no one's taking particular notice. I will get it from tie my shoelace and start jogging down this alley and then immediately stop and go over to this fellow. Hello? Hey, Nat. How's it going? Ah, Taro, it's you. I'm good, thanks. I'm good. Hey, uh, can you read this book to me? I got this book. Uh, wait, just a second. Uh, I've ingratiated myself with the Queen. Oh. And, yeah, I'm gonna need you to, like, meet her. Huh. It'll be fine. Just pretend you're not really magical, and she, she just wants to, like, know who you are and what you look like, but as we both know, as soon as you leave the room, you'll be fine. Are you aware that I've committed a... Well, more importantly, is she aware I've committed a major crime? I'm not aware you've committed... <laughs> what, what have you done? Good, don't worry about it. Not Taro. a problem. Taro. Oh, I'm sure it won't come up again. But now, could what? you read this book for me? Ta- where did you get the book, Taro? I, I acquired the book from a place. No shit. What place? <laughs> uh... And then I, I want to like hurriedly tuck away the library card <laughs> with the ID. I, I realise I've still got the ID badge for Barry Potter, which I want to quickly stuff in a pocket. Nat, Nat closes her eyes for a second. <laughs> Did anyone see you? As in, you, you. I'm doing that thing where it's like that graph gif where it's the woman with all the like calculations. <laughs> I'm just like trying lady. to remember like, what did I look like for the, the history? <laughs> Not that I think... I'm not sure. I don't think so. I'm fairly sure. Not in the library, anyway. I mean, not that I went to a library. <laughs> okay, yeah. Don't, you don't need to tell me anymore. The book. Sure, I'll give it a read. What, what's happening here? Yeah, I can't read it, is the thing. I opened the book. Well, what's the title of the book? Book of Costa. Okay. I start skimming through. Uh, you see, Taro, these like glyphs again that go across Nat's eyes, very reminiscent of when you were in the Fallen City and she was able to read all of these books that you, at that point you could also read. But this one you cannot. It is in a different language. Nat, does your ability tell you what language it is in? Not explicitly. It just says you can read all writing. There are enough similarities that it strikes you as similar to the language in the Fallen City, but it's definitely a different one, but with a similar origin point. The Book of Costa is a book that is written in a series of what look like short paragraphs, and each one is very different, and they are all detailing 
sentences or paragraphs that have the word like Costa in them or are centered around Costa. And each one is contextless except for what the paragraph contains. It's almost like if you did like a uh, control F and you looked for the word Costa yeah. on a Wikipedia page, but then you only took the sentences that had that and they were like 800 different Wikipedia pages. So it doesn't really make sense in that way. It's not like a written novel or a scripture or a set of instructions. And from the history that you've learned... Is Costa a name? Yeah, it is the name of like an inn or a tavern or a pub or some kind of place of that nature. But there's also references to some people that have the name Costa, you think? And sometimes it's like, like maybe it's like mentioned in a conversation scrap or like somebody's describing something. There's a lot of it mixed up. Taro, did you take this from the Eternal Labris? This looks like the writing of the, the scythe, like the words that the scythes are saying. Maybe. I took it from a place, yes. Because they're known, from, from what I remember, which is everything, because I've got a very keen mind, <laughs> for <laughs> jabbering on about a lot of different things. And all their sayings are recorded and kept in the Eternal Labrys. And I, I think maybe scholars analyse them to try and find prophecy and meaning in it. Is this, do you think this is a particularly important book? I don't know. I mean, it was in a special room. I think I had to get through a magic a magic door. I think a magic door. And this the the name that's on this book was written on the door. Is a thing. It looks like it might be a place. Maybe it's a a place of some importance here. I will need time to study this book in full. I can't just read it all in this alley. Okay, you could hold. Do you want to hold on to it? That seems like not the best. You can if you want. Well, I, th I think it'd be a bit weird if I went for a jog and came back with the sacred text. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right, I'll hold on to it then. No, just no worries. If anyone saw. Now, I must tell you, we're currently living in this address. Blah, 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 yep. In the Swordwalk. Do I have a pen? Yes. You also have a memory. <laughs> wow. Well, actually. Yeah. No. Um... Uh, I want to write on the inside of the book. I'll just write on the front. <laughs> Uh, oh not sure about god. that one. Oh my god, I love it. Hard not sure. <laughs> it's so I don't forget it, you know? Um, <laughs> don't worry about it. I'll see you later. Wait, wait, wait. But I will need to show you to Eusebius. She won't hurt you. Yeah, uh, from what my pals are saying, that doesn't seem like true. Eusebius wants a magic user. Hmm. She's, she's not a big fan of the old magic thing. Exactly. All you need to do is pretend like you've got no magic or maybe just a little smattering, but are really incompetent at casting spells. Or I could not do that. If if you do this, I'll be able to get unrestrained access to the Eternal Labrys and I'll be able to gain trust with the Queen and we know how powerful she is in this city. Oh, you want to get to the Eternal Labrys. All right, well, and then I'll start drawing a diagram of like the route I took in. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I, I want to do it officially. I want to be able to just come and go as I like. Well, what do I get out of this? You won't get hunted anymore. Uh, again, I'm not very sure of that. Even if the queen does decide to, you can, you can just change your face. I mean, I've kind of been hanging out with the wrong group, you know? I, I don't feel great about going and... Oh, are you sure? Are you sure this isn't gonna... If... This sounds like it could really, really backfire on me. Wait, I've got a plan. Holy shit, I've got a plan. Oh, 
Okay. All right? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. You come with me. We meet the queen. And you get angry. And I punch you. And as I punch you, I make you invisible. And I tell the queen that I thought you were going to attack her. And so I destroyed you. (laughs) I love it. All right. Okay. This is fine. This sounds great. Let's... Let's do that. That and sounds excellent. You can right. abscond. No one's going to be looking for I mean, you. This sounds great. We're going to fake my death. I love exactly. it. <laughs> oh, oh no, that's very good. And when I show up from then on, people think I'm a ghost. It sounds great. I'm, I'm... It's so good. It's so good. All right, I'm in. Let's do it. Wait, am I going to get searched when I come in? I wasn't. Narian wasn't. But if you want to be safe, just store your stuff somewhere. All right, I'll do that. Um. I'll meet you back at your place. Okay. In like an hour. Just give me a little bit of time. Sure. <laughs> okay. on. And then I'll scurry okay. off. <laughs> I'm I'm basically stashing stuff at Jiren's house. Yeah, okay. Whether it's Jiren or he. Uh, or... Jiren is he. Jiren is he. Yeah. Jiren is he. I'm going to stash myself at Jiren's house whether he likes it or not. Sorry, Jiren. Yeah, no, he's fine with it. He's just like... I didn't expect you to get up so early because you were back home so late. Like, that's kind of impressive. Oh, I'm very tired and it's definitely affecting my decision making. See ya. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Nerium, what are you doing this fine morning? I mean, it's 6am. I I get up early, but I don't get up that early. I'm 6am. If I hear Nat leave, I'm going to roll over and go back to sleep for an hour. And after that hour? Uh, I am going to get up, go downstairs, and presumably see Taro sitting in the kitchen. Okay, yeah, if you're going to be back that... Yeah, we'll say that that timeline matches up. So you come down at about the same time that Taro arrives, Nat's back from her her run. You've gotten a, a good bit further around the city at this point, I think. Excellent, excellent. Mm-hmm. Building your endurance. <laughs> and uh, who do I see when I walk down the stairs then? Who's who's back at that stage? I've, I've definitely stashed like all my stuff of value at Jiren's okay. house. Like okay. the mask, the okay. toot toot pipe, all the good shit is back there. All of it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I walk downstairs and I look at Taro and I go, oh my God. All right, Nerium. I found him. Well, he found me. And he fell through someone's wardrobe on the way here, didn't he? <gasps> oh yeah, Taro. I didn't need to ask you about that. That's a hell of a look. Yeah, I know. It's good, right? If it makes you happy. No, Wait a second. it's objectively Can, good. Do you want to change your clothes when we show you to the queen? No, it's objectively good. What is your problem? Because if we... You have no conception of fashion. Fa- fashion is by its nature subjective. And you know what? You probably carry it off better than anyone no, else no, I can think of. No, fashion was subjective. And then I put this on and now it's objective. <laughs> I've changed the game, Nerium. I've changed the game. Taro's a market disruptor. I go over to Taro and I and I pet him uh, and I pat him on the arm and I say, "It's very good to see you again. I'm glad you're all right." Yeah, it's good to see you too. Yeah, but I have to die soon, so. Yes. What about that? It's, what? A, it's a very good look, but if we if I kill you, then you won't be able to use hang the look on, hang again. Hang on, hang on, no. Look, wait. Okay, everybody, sit down. I'm getting a cup of tea, and then you're going to explain to me why Taro gets killed. I need an explanation now. All right. So, Neri. The plan, well, Taro does not want to be looked for and hunted by the queen, which is a perfectly rational and reasonable thing. Yes. So? Taro wants something perfect. Okay, no, yeah. carry on. And 
I need to show tarot to the queen in order to gain her trust and so we can have more say in what we're doing and I can get access to the eternal labyrinth, things like that. Yeah, that does seem that does seem to be the direction we're going in so, for now. I show Taro to the Queen. Taro causes a ruckus in a way I'll leave up to you, Taro. And then I will punch Taro, but as I do, I will cast invisibility on him. And so make him disappear and I'll say to the Queen that I destroyed him. Or maybe teleported him into space or something like that. <laughs> what? What? Okay, Nerian puts another large teaspoon of sugar in her tea <laughs> uh, and stirs it carefully and says, so really, so long as no one in the room has, I don't know, a cloak, a bag of sand, anything that might undermine that invisibility, we're golden. How's he going to get out of the palace? I'll walk out. Yeah. Or climb. I'll be invisible. Marian. I'll do some magic-y effects at the same time, like make all the lights go out or make bangs happen. It's a classic con, Marian. It's a classic. The old <laughs> fake, fake your death scandal. Fake your own death. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Right, yeah. No, it, do you know what? If you two think it's a good idea, who am I to say otherwise? Um, I have had two hours of sleep and I absolutely think this is a fantastic idea. <laughs> <laughs> Great, good. I think I need more tea. I think I'll make some more tea. But yes, back to the fashion. If I kill you where... Kill. If I... Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, remove you can take you, kill, Matt. Uh, wearing those no, clothes... It, I, I'm not comfortable with that. I, I, yeah, it disappear. somebody sees someone wearing those exact clothes, you won't be able to use this look again. You'll have to retire the look. I'm a trendsetter. <laughs> People will pick it up. <laughs> no, no, no. Taro, that's not quite what Nat is saying to you like you need to be looking different you need to be wearing something less objectively fantastic when you meet the queen if you want to employ this look again oh fine I'll, I'll come pick this up while I'm invisible don't worry about it that's fine speaking of clothes however um, and Nerium looks down at her own outfit which is the only one that hasn't been changed since we got here and as Yubi kindly reminded me is something in the like gothic lolita style in green and purple <laughs> which i'd completely forgotten yep and i'm like i quite fancy um a quick trip to um frocks and scabbards myself actually <laughs> <laughs> oh i can recommend i it. don't want nice clothes now just give me a sack or something what have you got there must be stuff in here i'll start rooting through cupboards yeah. Do you know what there'll be loads of stuff in here actually that's a really fucking good idea oh <gasps> tara you genius what can i say I'd love to steal things. I don't think the... Well, it's not... Uh... Do you know what? They're rich fuckers. They were asking for it. Come on. <laughs> yes. The previous okay. owners of this abode didn't quite have the time to pack everything. Holy shit, let's loot the entire mansion. Let's fucking okay. go. They're, sure, there there are clothes of all sizes. It's outfit, roll two, whatever you want. It's here. I'm going as normcore as possible. Oh my god, I'm extra beige. that's fantastic. That's you get some chinos, you get a polo shirt, you get some... Hear me no! Hear me no! shorts, Hear me! What's it called? Chinos. Chino. Chinos. Oh, have you got the dagger with you? Yeah. Wait, no. No, I think I left the dagger back at the... Oh, no, you've stashed okay, cool. it, haven't you? Yeah, yep. you did stash it. dagger. Along with my sword and all my other shit. All my good shit. Along with my nice cloak. It's all back okay. there. Okay, you get some beige on beige going on. 
there's like <laughs> yeah there's, there's a look real like drake in the hotline bling video <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes that's what you look like uh yeah that's very good nerium there's all sorts of things for you as well whatever you want to look like pretty much is here all good quality marvelous i will um put on something approximately in the manner that nat is also wearing because that's roughly what they wear here okay um but mine mine will be green okay a nicer green than the green you're currently wearing something something a little bit more low-key um i yeah with uh, considerably fewer ribbons all right so you are dressed. At this point, it's about 8.30. The speech is due to happen relatively soon. Nat, did the Queen mention this speech to you at any point? Because I don't think we've had any official communication about what's going on there. No, I, I don't think she has. Do you think we should stay in in case she decides to just give us a short notice invitation? I think it'd be good to see what happens. Maybe if we um, if we all three disguise ourselves and just hang back a bit, just so we can hear what's being said. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. I like that. Um, I would quite like to have a chat with you as well, if you've got a minute. I know you've got that book to read and everything, um, and I've only gone through like two of the bedrooms so far. Um, you know when you have your dreams with like the two of you in it and there's a red one and a blue one? Oh yeah. Yeah, um I think I might have had one a bit like that. Oh. Yeah. Congratulations. No, not really. Okay. Um Taro, have you had a dream or a vision where like there was two people talking to you? Uh not really. I had a dream where I played some cards. Was that even a dream? Yeah, I had a dream like that. Ish. We were playing cards. Right. It was good. Well, you see, it's a funny thing that happened in my dream, and I'm just wondering how it works with you lot, is that they said, because um, I said, you know, what the fuck is going on? Why have we been moved planets? Can we go home? And they said it might take years to get us home, which is bullshit. Years? Yeah, no, no, we're not, we're not having that. Um, but the other thing that they said was something about there being... Eight cooks around one broth. That's a lot of cooks. I, I might even say that's too many cooks. It's going to spoil it, innit? Yeah, thanks for that. You're welcome. So that would mean two for Taro, two for you, Nat, two for me. I want to go and see Findex. Findex? What if he's having dreams about two people too? Findex didn't come with us though, right? We Didn't we have a dream about those people before we even got flip reversed? To space. Yeah, I know, but like, who else is the other two gonna be? It might not just be two, because they're different sides of themselves, right? Like, mine are two reflections. And what you were saying about yours, uh... yeah, what one of them's like, what one of them's like young, and one of them's like strong, because it's like one of them's got leaves, and one of them's all like strong bark, woody type. Uh, it thing. might be there's there's one more person with their powers awake, <laughs> their their powers awakened, <laughs> um, like we are. Or it could be there's five more. Oh, bloody hell. That's too many. I don't think Yubi can do that many voices. That's true. <laughs> it's probably just one more. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck all, y'all. <laughs> oh, God, what if it's Eusebius? That'd be the worst. <laughs> Nerium, roll me an intelligence check, please. That's an 11. Your very first dream was with somebody who was definitely related to what's been happening but was just one person 
and who gave you your little bell tattoo. Yeah. And uh, who apologised for the inconvenience. I uh, hate that I am having that thought. Kitty has also had that thought. Uh, Nerium is has resisted that thought very hard and will not mention it. Okay. I think I'm done with breakfast. Let's go hang out with Big E. Okay. Are you going to the Queen first before the speech? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I'd like to. Yeah, sure. I don't sure. just hang around. Is she going to be busy? I'm, I'm, I might wait here. Can I wait here? I don't like her. I mean, I don't, are we faking your death too? Well, she doesn't give a shit about me. All right, stay here then. See ya. Have a good one. If I find anything good, I'll, I'll put it on the kitchen table and we can all sort through it when you get back. Uh, email me. Email me. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Yeah, I don't want to waste that. It's, I'm, I'm low on charge. Okay. You need to charge up your, right. your crystal. <laughs> As we're walking over, Tara, now do remember, this, well, the longest I've done it for is about an hour. So after that... All right, all right. Showing up. Sorry. No, no, I'm... <laughs> It's just as we're walking and talking. Oh, I... <laughs> oh, Gary. <laughs> Gary. <laughs> Man. Uh... God's sake. <laughs> Had enough of this. God damn it. the turntables. <laughs> Taro, the longest this invisibility has lasted before has <laughs> been around an hour, I think. I wouldn't push it beyond that. And All right. you might suddenly become visible. I just got to get across town, so it, it shouldn't be too hard. One other thing, don't hit anyone or cast any spells. That seems to break it. Okay, I definitely was hoping not to do either of those things, so... Avoidance is your friend. Love to avoid. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Welcome, it's me, Yubi, your DM, here to say, as always, hello, and thank you. Thank you so much to everyone who listens to this show, who uh, leaves us reviews on iTunes, who tweets about us, who tumbles or posts about us, who's active in our Discord, who's just a little fan out there listening to this show like, hey, thank you, I appreciate you, and I love you. Deeply, so thank you. If you do have a moment, and you do have an iDevice of some kind, please do head on over to iTunes, leave us a five-star review. It only takes a couple of seconds. I said five-star, you don't have to leave us a five-star, but we'd appreciate a five-star. Only takes a couple of seconds. You can write a nice little comment, which we will read and love and cherish and share and read and love and cherish. Well, you don't have to write a comment. You can just hit the, that amount of stars you feel we deserve and we would be so grateful. It really helps us to reach new listeners. iTunes has all these little funny algorithms and the more reviews we get, the more people it gets recommended to. So it really, really helps us out. And we really appreciate everybody who does take the time to do that. If you do not have an iDevice like myself, then consider making tweets about us, making Tumblr posts about us, social media us. If you have friends, you have family, you have people that you think would enjoy this show, let them know. Get them into this wild ride. We really, really appreciate it. We see a whole lot of stuff that people say about us. It's really lovely. We absolutely are just so blown away by your support and we're so grateful. So thank you so much. Thank you for spreading the word. Thank you for letting people know. Thank you for listening. And thank you for just kind of like chatting about us. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. 
I was on the AO3 tag that we have reading that good, good fanfic that people have written. It's very good. Y'all are very good. Sometimes you write things and I'm like, this is better than what I could write for Findex. And it's it's really good. So thank you. Everybody who tweets about us, tumbles, tumblers about us, makes fan art, writes fanfic, just chats about it. We appreciate it. And again, as I said to you who just sit there and who listen, we appreciate and we love you too. And to kind of show our appreciation a little bit, if you head on over to our dear darling dndice.co.uk, dndice, no, I said that wrong, dndice, dndice.co.uk, you can use our code, which is MORTALPATH, all one word, all caps, all together for 5% off at checkout. Dice do flat rate shipping worldwide. They do free shipping within the UK. They have these new tiny little metal dice. And I love them. I love them a lot. Most of my collection of dice is Dice dice. They're very, very good dice. I like them. They're very good. And the guy, Grant, who runs it is lovely. I've met him and he's wonderful. So if you have a little bit of cash burning a hole in your pocket and a desire for new shiny clicky clacky dice, head on over to Dice. whap in our code to get yourself a nice little discount and a new pair of shiny math rocks. Because they're really good. I'd also like to say, of course, a huge thank you to Rachel Graff, who wrote our theme tune, who wrote a whole lot of music that has been appearing here and there in the Mortal Path. We are so grateful to her. Please go and check out her Bandcamp. Check out her site, which is Rachel Graff, all one word, R-A-C-H-E-L-G-R-A-F-F. Check her out. She's absolutely amazing. You can support her. You can buy her music. You can just listen to it. She writes really interesting stuff. She does all these kind of like new amazing compositional things. She's really cool. You should check her out. I would also like to say thank you, of course, as always, to our wonderful Orion who organizes and writes transcripts. He is really, really amazing at bringing together the little team of people who do incredible work writing the transcripts for our show. We are so grateful for the work you've put in. I've said it before, I've worked as a transcriber. It's very, very, very difficult and we are so grateful for it. So thank you so, so much. We love you. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. We have some new indie side content coming soon, as soon as I can edit it while also doing this new nine to five job that I have. So keep an eye out for that. I'm really excited for you to listen to it. This is one where uh, it's just a few of the cast members and one of them made me cry. I made the other cast member cry and it was very good and I loved it. It was a great game. So I'm so excited for you to hear that because it's going to be really, really good fun. I also hope you're enjoying this completely wild episode it's it sure is something and let me tell you it only gets more something so As you leave the swordwalk and you head towards the palace, you Tara, what do you look like? Are you going as you, but beige? Yep. Okay. I'm going as me. So probably I've been spotted. Yeah, almost instantly. And as you approach the the gates, there are actually eight guards, all very heavily armed, who all have their eyes on eight. You say? <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. No. By the way, I'm wearing the pin. Okay. Yeah. 
and they all have their eyes strained on you and they're watching you Tara with like a little bit of suspicion and a little hint of, of nervousness almost of, of fear because you are with Natalia who has clearly managed to find you while they could not in some way and who is now a known magic user and so they are a little bit wary of you as they lead you in through the palace you get the same impression as everyone else it's obviously an old military building that's been converted into a palace of sorts you get taken into the very gaudy throne room with all the crystals and the um what did i say like the the hunks of crystal that were not actually statues of <laughs> yeah it's valid lobs of crystal yeah um and queen eusebius is there and she is dressed in this like incredible gleaming armor and it's all this like deep red metal that has been buffed Ooh. and shined to like really gleam and she's got this like long cloak on behind her she's got all of these um braids and bits of beading in her hair this is clearly like ceremonial she is dressed for this speech but she still has on her back these two sides and on her head at this point is the full fanged crown which when you get close to it is beautiful and gnarly all at once and it's made out of the same metal of whatever metal nat's badge is this kind of like steel but different that's all twisted into these big kind of teeth like things that almost dig into the side of her head and as you i'm fucking into it yeah and as you walk in she grins and she is like half like sitting back in her throne this kind of showing of power and almost like nonchalance and she goes you found him i did your grace curtsy she stands up and she strides towards you. Taro at your wonderful height of 5'2", and her at her almost seven feet, she towers over you as she looks down at you. And she kind of like bends a little bit to really put you in her shadow. And she says, you gave my guards quite a runaround. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Who are you again? What's your name? Oh. Have we met? Uh, Taro, this is the queen. Nah, have we met? Have I met this person before? T- Tara, what are you doing? This is, this is Queen Eusebius, the, the ruler of these lands. The great and powerful. There's a ruler here? Oh, okay. All right. Hi. I'll hold out my hand to shake. She does not take that hand at all. She, like, gets a little bit closer, so she's, like, looking you in the eyes, and she goes, Are you magical? Are you the same as the other two? Oh, I'm definitely not the same as the other two. And then I want to, like tilt my head so I'm like specifically breaking eye contact and I want to look at the scythe. Are you looking for anything specific? I just I just think I really want it, you know? <laughs> okay. I just think I'd really like a scythe right now. I've never really thought about this but right now, okay. I just think I want a scythe. I'd like that, you know? Okay, so there are two of them. One is made of this really like blackened jagged material. It looks like it's almost been half melted. And the other is kind of gleaming and perfect. They are both strapped to her back. They are, she cannot draw them easily. So they are like strapped to her at this point. And she like, she follows your gaze. So like she moves her head so that like she's keeping eye contact with you. And she goes, answer my question. I don't have patience for your games. Are you magical or not? If I answer your question, can I have one of your sides? <laughs> no. Please. I'll say please. I'll be very nice. Hold on. I need to roll a dice. I need to roll oh, a dice. Oh, roll a dice to see if you see this kills Taro before Nat does. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is it a one shot? Yeah. 
Okay. It, it's a nice dice. It's to see whether you see this gives Tarot on the sides and let yeah, him walk off with that's, it. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's how this game works. Um, <laughs> have, have you, Tarot, have you been in close combat fist fights before? Is my first question. Yeah, I think like one. And then it was like, no, I'm not good at this. Never, just not going to do it again. Okay. Actually, that said, Tarot definitely has memories of like other fist fights, but like yeah, in, okay. recent, in recent years, yeah. no. As you say that, she shifts and you have this kind of like flashback memory to being well you tell me um i think it's a memory of just like a bar fight um okay you have this this memory of somebody shifting in the exact same way and you know that she is like about to just gut punch you with a strength that will probably send you flying throughout the room you have a chance to make a dexterity saving throw to get out the way if you would like to try and dodge yes i would like to try and dodge dexterity saving throw please Hit, well, hit, let's. What? Yeah. Mm, hit, hit, okay. Mm, mm. Dexterity saving yes, throws. Yes, please. Plus four dex. Here we go. Yeah, you're pretty good at them, to be fair. Twenty-one. 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 I think you fucking matrix it. Like yes. she goes, she <laughs> goes for a punch, and you just kind of like matrix bend backwards to avoid it. Can I specifically like do a step back? In a way that it just like goes straight in front of my face, just like yes. just like a narrow miss. But I'm specifically stepping back towards Nat. Is what I yes. want to do. You yes, you do that. She recovers very quickly from a punch that should have like sent her staggering. She is so quick on her feet back, and she is going immediately to draw a sword. There is fury on her face. She is angry. She's not yet mechanically raging, but she is furious. <laughs> All right. What would you like to do? I'm, I'm weighing on that here. Okay, I'm getting a um, uh, trio telepathy. Do a magic. Any magic. No, I'm not going to do a magic. Just punch me. Come on. Or make a threat. Be threatening. Raw. <laughs> <laughs> right. Somewhere across the city, <laughs> Miriam is staring into a wardrobe <laughs> and making little purple smoke from her fingers going, what? Why? Why am I doing this? <laughs> Okay. Um, I don't have anything with me. I forgot. Yeah. I'm gonna put my fists up and say, "Rar." Okay. I'm gonna <laughs> fuck it. I'm gonna take this opportunity and interpose myself between Eusebius and Taro, and okay. then push out palm, palm first with the hand, and as I do, I'm gonna thaumaturgy. Okay. Yep. Are there flames in this room? Yeah. Sure. All the flames are going to brighten mm -hmm. immensely. The ground is going to shake and there's going to be a, a clap of thunder. Okay. Uh, the sound of one. And I'm also going to cast invisibility on Taro. And as I do that, I yell, no. This happens. Taro disappears. There is this clap of thunder and Eusebius, who has drawn her sword, takes this half step back, looking around kind of wild eyed because she doesn't necessarily understand what thaumaturgy can do. So she's a little bit shaken in that second. And then she looks back at you and back at where Taro was. My, my queen, I have seen him do this before. He was summoning magic to attack you. And where did he go? I, I think I destroyed him. I sent him to a different plane. I think that's how it works. Make me a persuasion check with advantage. Oh no, I want to leave. <laughs> uh, I don't want to really die. Persuasion check, okay, okay. Persuasion's 23. Okay. Oh my God. Nice. Nice. She kind of like takes this half step back and she looks around the room and there is a second of like 
wild confusion and fury and then it kind of like softens to this amazement as she looks back at you and she grins as she like sheathes her short sword again it's the same one that she was using in the arena and she goes (laughs) you are sent by the cloud aren't you you are powerful i like that i'm not sure i'll be able to do that any time soon again that that took rather a lot out of me i see feel free to rest here i assume you'll be joining me for the speech uh of course if that is what you wish my queen i do and then she turns to the guards and she makes a gesture and says see her to guest rooms i'll summon her when i'm ready and you are taken to a very nice suite of rooms Suit of rooms? Suite of rooms? Suite of rooms. Sweet. There you go. Very nice suite of rooms. And uh, there's running water. There's like like divans. Like you can have a rest there, basically. Okay. Tara, you are standing in the throne room, invisible. I would like to leave and go via the big house to get my clothes back. And then I'm going to go back to Jiren's and get my shit back. And we're good. Okay. Roll me a single stealth check, please. Oh no. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Love this. I want to use my lucky powers to, to do the, the, the thing. Okay. Please let me use my lucky powers to re-roll this roll that I rolled, please. <laughs> okay. So the trick with your lucky power is that it might be disadvantage or advantage. That's you don't fine. know which one it is. Okay. So That's I'm going to roll. If, okay. If it's 1 to 10, it's disadvantage. If it's 11 to 20, it's advantage on my end. Okay. So roll again. Roll your second okay. d20. I mean, okay. Six. So that is disadvantage. Okay, it's a five. <laughs> okay. 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 So. <laughs> it was going so well. It was going so well. Flawless. Make me a perception check real quick, please. Okay. <laughs> oh, I got an eight. I got an eight. <laughs> you got <laughs> I got an eight. Okay. Is that, is that good? It's a good number. Taro? <laughs> you... Okay, Taro. Hey. Hey, you, B. You, you mission impossible your way out of the palace. It's very difficult because there's a lot of guards walking around. There's a lot of closed doors that you have to, like, hover nearby until they are open again. And a lot of dodging, ducking, diving, and weaving to do. You get out of the courtyard... And as you are about to turn onto the streets that lead you away from the palace, you hear a voice behind you. And one of the skeletons that was in the room has followed you out. (gasps) And Kulai wearing this like big kind of red robe, just kind of like as as they are walking behind you goes, that was a pretty clever trick, but you're not very quiet. And then like walks down another street. And leaves. That's so good. I'm going to assume that's not a problem. (laughs) Okay. You make your way back to the house in the sword walk. You get your super good outfit that everyone is very sad you weren't wearing for like 20 minutes of this episode. Yeah, Um, me too. Yeah, it was was real tough. Oh, hi, Tara. How'd it go? I'm invisible. (laughs) Yeah, but your stuff's moving. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm invisible. Don't worry about it. It all, it all went well. Queen thinks you're dead. Yeah, other than the skeleton, but, you know. Wait, you're dead apart from your skeleton? Yes. <laughs> Bloody hell, I didn't know Nat could do that. <laughs> Nat's very good at this stuff, Nerium. My skeleton will live on inside me. 
Right, yeah. No, what I was talking about is, you know the skeletons who wear the big robes? Oh, yeah, no, I met one of them. He was called Cool Eye Crimson. It's a very, very yeah, that cool one. name. Yeah, definitely, definitely knows I'm not dead. But, on the other hand, everyone else fooled. So, like, 99% good. How does he know you're not dead? Don't know. Radar? <laughs> oh, my God. Right, okay. okay. I don't know what that is, but it's in that book I read. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, that, um, yeah, and that was it. Uh, uh, Nat was reading from the book, and it one of them said radar. That's it. That's it. That's that's the in-universe explanation for why I know what radar is. Totally works. Right, are you headed back off? Are you not staying here then? No, I'm gonna go pick up my stuff. It's really nice this house. It does seem nice. Maybe I'll come back and rob it. Don't worry about it though. <laughs> I'll see you later. All right. Yeah. Che- uh, just email me. Yeah. I mean, I got one of them earlier. What, I, I presume that was just like I got CC'd in by accident. <laughs> oh, and that was that couldn't do that. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Was I think you did. Yeah. Skele- I don't. I don't know how to know stop what's going it. On. Like replying to all is the thing. <laughs> no, I think that's what it is, isn't it? Yeah, it's weird. You have to like untag someone. I don't know why they put this feature in. It's very weird. <laughs> Well, I mean, they probably just wrote it that way and then decided to call it a feature so they didn't have to debug it. Yeah, it sounds right. Um, right, yeah. Anyway, I, I, we seem to have gone off topic. I'll see you later. Yeah. Okay. He's given us all these lovely gifts. This is how you repay them. <laughs> Incidentally, uh, after Taro said that he's going to come back and rob everything, I'm going to find some sort of lockable chest and drag it under my bed. <laughs> okay. And put anything anything good that I found, and I'm really hoping I found some stuff. Did I find anything good? Go on DM, be nice. What are you looking for? Like art pieces and shit um, like that? Small portable things that might be uh, redeemable for money. Roll me a percentage die. Oh. Yes. A percentage die, you say? Oh. A percentage die, I know. I've got them, I've got them, and I don't really know how to read them because I'm quite... <laughs> Is that a hundred-sided die? Yeah, it's a really big die with a hundred sides on it. That's really cool. That must be really I've hard to make. Fi- I've got a 58-sided die, actually. How much does it cost? Um, a hundred gems? A hundred pounds? Yeah. <laughs> Pound pound size. Only from mortal dice thought. Got it, you okay, can. I got 75. 75, okay. You find a variety of things that you think you could probably hawk for what would be the equivalent of... Uh, 100 pounds. No, probably more like one and a half grand. So like 150 odd oh. uh, gold Oh my pieces. god, big stacks. Yeah, this was a pretty wealthy family before y'all moved nice, in. Nice, nice, nice. Do I find any, like, useful camping equipment? Like, they've gone glamping <laughs> at some point and they've got, like, nice bedrolls and, and things. They have a lot of spare linen, but nothing for clamping. Like, there's no, like, there's no, like, tiffin tins in, in the there's downstairs no or anything. <laughs> there's no, yeah, exactly. Solar-powered fairy lights, you know the stuff. <laughs> sure, there's... <laughs> It looks like they went camping once, maybe a decade ago, and then decided that camping in a desert was the worst idea for a holiday rich people could ever do. Come live camping is canon. So I have, I've got solar-powered fairy lights, um, <laughs> a pocket knife, um, a really nice pastel enamel tiffin tin. Yep, a yoga mat. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. I can't believe that in a universe where people straight up live outside and live off the land, camping is a real thing. I know. They're very rich. They're very rich. Okay. You have all of those things. It's it's the ripped jeans of this world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Tara, you head back. You grab your stuff from Jiren. Are you coming back for the speech or are you staying there? I'm I'm waiting to see if Lex Luthor comes. Uh, Lua Luren <laughs> shows up. 
<laughs> I'm still mad at Lex Luthor. Lur- Dumping you. <laughs> I'm mad that, like, I thought I thought we had a thing going on where I was going to get entrance into the big house, you know? Okay. I guess not. I want to attune to my new... I want to figure out my entrance new Entrance to the big house is very much in your future, except for <laughs> they don't really have prison here. <laughs> it's a different big house. How, how many books did Lua Lura steal? Was it, was it 40 uh, by any chance? <laughs> I don't get this reference. As many as four tens. I don't get the reference. Terrible. That is really, really intertextual reference. I like it. Listen, Gary has literally picked up a sword, so I'm going to keep moving the plot along. Okay. Okay. It's a broom. Okay. I thought it was your wooden sword. I I can get the sword. Why would Gary have a wooden sword? Gary's got a sword. Of course I got a wooden sword. Oh, just give me a minute. Dude, I have a selection of wooden swords. I can't believe Gary's a wooden sword. Yubi, I want to get my brain in this knife i want to understand the knife and what the knife do okay let's do that that's that's small enough to finish this episode with, with i want to deny for it happens. oh god no no gary has a very good sword <laughs> also this uh bokken i've got in my hand <laughs> okay. is pretty all right hey all right okay. oh nice hey all right okay we're moving on now after a uh, 20 or so 25 minute wait in the uh rooms the queen herself actually comes back to fetch you. And as she opens the door, she is holding a... <laughs> See, now I've already stated in canon this is what they use, so it makes us very uncool. But she's holding a lanyard. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we have, we have lanyards in both campaigns? Am, am I going to a convention? We have lanyards in both campaigns. <laughs> Where? In lanyards. Lanyards are real. Lanyards are... Lanyards are... Oh, do we have lanyards in the Blades game? Oh, oh we don't have lanyards in the Blades game. <laughs> Gotta have lanyards. Oh, my God. Lanyards. Okay. She, um, she's holding a... She's holding a very nice lanyard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, my, my queen, curtsy. What is this strange thing? <laughs> this looped creation. <laughs> Re-record what this are you bit. saying, you me? <laughs> There's an ID card on the bottom that has um, a <laughs> sketch. <laughs> Do you want to take five? No, I think it's good. I want okay. people to know how fucking ridiculous this is. <laughs> we can take five, you We can take five. <laughs> no, I'm good, I'm good. Okay, she doesn't find this funny. It's just me who does. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Golly. Okay, all right, okay. She holds out this very fancy lanyard with an ID, like, badge bit at the bottom to you. And... (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) God, I love it when we break the DM. (laughs) All right, we got through that sentence. What's next? Oh god. And she kind of like crooks this little smile and she says, I promised you it for bringing your friend that rat. Oh, the, the, the past, the eternal labyrinth. I'd completely forgot. Thank you so much, Your Majesty. She like drops it into your hand and she gives you this like wide grin. She puts her hand on your shoulder as she starts to lead you out the room and she says, I want you by my side for this speech. Whatever you desire, Your Majesty. You don't need to speak. 
but I would like you to prove yourself to them, to the crowds. What, what kind of proof do you have in mind? Magic. Something you can do to convince them. Would you like a more militaristic display or just something loud or what, what are you thinking? She looks down at you and again, like she has this smile that is, it has this like cold and like almost cruel edge to it. But there's, there's like an aspect of warmth and amusement there too. And she says, I'll leave that to your judgment. Okay. She leads you out of the palace. She will drop her hand from your shoulder once you are out of the palace and she will walk a couple of steps ahead of you. And there is this like large, almost militaristic parade that happens as she makes her way down the, I can't remember the name of it because I don't have my map in front of me, but she makes her way down the Palace Avenue, I think I called it, into Cloudfield Square where the stage has been built. Narian, being so close to the sword walk, you hear when the like parade type thing starts so you have plenty of warning to get to the crowd yeah i'd like to slip into a place where i can see well enough okay you try to stealth so she doesn't notice you um i think i'm small enough that in a crowd that encompasses most of tembran i should be all right but i will certainly have like a little scarf around my head or whatever okay make me yeah make me a little stealth check like like thor in ragnarok where you go ah you can't see my face now i've not seen that film oh it's brilliant you should Holy shit, that's a really bad stealth check. Uh, however, it is... Now we're going to the club. It is me. Uh, so that's a, that's a 16. Okay. Now you're banned yeah. from the club. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't think I qualify for your club, I'm afraid. Okay. So you get yourself you get yourself situated and it is a big crowd. There are definitely parts of the Cloud Square where pieces of um, like low walls and things have been put up so that people who are shorter because this is a town with dwarves and halflings like there is standing room so that a flat crowd doesn't mean that like short people can't see yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it has accessibility yeah. built dickhead in. elves in the front exactly there yeah it's it's built for this sort of thing but it is a huge crowd it's really really big while i'm there can i sort of look around and see if i recognize anybody from like the cat's cradle or from downstairs in the stinking troll yep. make me um, a perception check 19 yeah you absolutely do indivar is there kashka is there how many npc names can i remember off the top of my head is there uh well, specifically, I'm wondering if there are people who I feel are potentially connected to rebellious activity. Whereabouts in the crowd are they and are they clustered together? There are individuals of that nature. They are not clustered together. They are uh, dispersed. There are, they're usually not very close to the front. There are more of them at the back, but they don't want to look suspicious. You get the feeling like they don't want to be like a clump at the back, like whispering dissent. So... You know. So I can see enough of the... Uh, yeah, I basically, I don't get the feeling that this is about to be um, another breakthrough from the tunnels kind no, of moment. No, you don't get that feeling at all. It could be, but it's not, obviously. So. Yes, yeah. Although there is no way for Eusebius herself to know the face of every individual in the city, there are enough now guards and police to assume that everybody could be spotted by one of them. And therefore it's showing like this, if you're not there and you're repeatedly yeah. not there, some someone might pick up on that. So you get the feeling like in the blood sands, that there are a lot of people who are there to show face, but yeah. who are maybe not, you know, into it. Cool, that makes sense. Yeah. But you don't think Eusebius herself would notice if like Joe was missing? from the crowd i would whilst you see this is making this speech i would like to keep an eye on the crowd as much as i am on the queen 
just going forward. What are you looking for? Reactions to what she's saying, I think, specifically, but most specifically reactions from people who I suspect may be connected to rebel activity. Okay, roll me a perception check again. Fuck! 13. 13. That's not as good. Um, I will will let you know at at the end of the speech what you see, bearing that in mind. Nat, you are led up onto the stage beside her and there is a murmuring in the crowd as she brings you up on stage and these military figures, they all kind of file into very specific spots. There's an element of practice and regime behind it that speaks of they know what they're doing here. There's no kind of awkward shuffling on stage and somebody in someone else's spot. Like they know where they're meant to be standing and you are brought up alongside her and this hush falls over the crowd. And all you can hear is kind of like the shifting of cloaks and materials and the occasional kind of like growling and snap of like a Levita Loca that's on the outskirts of the crowd. None of them are in the crowd. They're being sensible. (laughs) Um, You know, but like you can hear like the very quiet sounds of like people who are maybe still in important jobs or somewhere that aren't part of the crowd but there is a huge amount of people here and there is silence because this does not have any sort of like magical amplification apart from the structures themselves so people are having to like strain to listen and Neri and one thing you notice as she starts speaking is that some people are kind of like parroting her words back through the crowd to make it a little bit easier to Mm. like hear her so that everybody is aware of what she's saying and she starts out by kind of like holding her hands out and she is this huge figure on stage in this gleaming armor with this fanged crown this huge amount of kind of like tumbling hair and this long cloak and she goes the cloud has spoken to me shown me the path to take and sent proof proof of my divine right and she brings out the two sides and as she clangs them together you can hear the echo of one of them going Eusebius is king and she says, and proof of its power. It has sent an apprentice from another world. And at that, she puts her hand on your shoulder, Nat, and she leans in like real close to you, like like real close. And she goes, show them. I'm going to do two things. I'm going to salvatage mm-hmm. It's more salvatage than I've ever used in my life. It's yeah. great. It's the best spell in the book. <laughs> it's very, and very good. My, my voice is going to boom out Ooh. and i'm gonna say eusebius is queen and then draw my sword and as i do it bursts into flames oh, i think bright blue flames god <sighs> okay that's very cool that's oh, very oh. cool there are like gasps and shock looks from the crowd nat um sorry nerium as you're looking around those people that mm. you've noticed who are dissenting look frightened and like a couple of them are like turning to others and started to go like, holy shit. And like, there is definite shock and surprise and a ripple of fear and respect that goes through the crowd at this. Eusebius just grins and she is like half lit now by this blue flame. She is very close to the sword and she does not flinch, like not for a second, even as the flames get like potentially a little bit too close to her, she does not back away. And she says, you are all blessed safe in my hands and she continues to make this long pretty long speech and she talks about how the rebels are worthless rats trying to bring down the city she talks about how they've destroyed the gift of the fallen city and all of the wonders that it held for tembran she talks about how they will see justice at her hands for their crimes but what she says then is she says their crimes against us in a way that like 
brings kind of Nat into that statement more oh. so than the crowd. Okay. Interesting. Um, Congratulations on your marriage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as she gets like towards the end of the speech, you can definitely narrate as well. There are people in this crowd who are like getting pumped, like they're getting fired up. They are definitely mm. people who are 100 percent with the queen. Um, and the there is people like echoing her words and like shouting them after her in in a type of like way that is getting a little bit more raucous and and rowdy. And as she is finishing up, she again like puts her hand on Nat's shoulder and she says, the cloud will lead us once more and we will seek its knowledge, its power, and we will protect you from the endless nights. And then she turns and she will start to walk off stage. Is she within 120 feet of me? That's up for you to decide. (laughs) Yes, she bloody well is. And as soon as she finishes speaking, I'm going to cast message. Oh. And point at her. <gasps> Only she can hear me. And I say, Eusebius is not the king. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh. Okay. Oh. Is that in, in Neri's voice? She might be able to tell it's my voice, but I'm trying to disguise my voice as I okay. do it. <laughs> you got your hand on your toes. <laughs> Okay, she is going to make an intelligence check, and if you would like to try and point without anyone noticing that you're pointing, make me a sleight of hand check. If not, I'm going to also roll a perception check to see if anybody notices this. I will sleight of hand this. Oh, God. So she's going to make an intelligence check. That's a 15 sleight of hand. She's rolling so she's rolling an intelligence check because she is somebody who very much believes in omen signs and messages and the intelligence check is whether or not she thinks this is genuine or or not. So she's not going to immediately think ah that halfling put a message in my brain. Okay. So it's just first to be like okay does does she think this is real or not and then the perception check no one seems to notice whole crowd is like either cheering or are like super like withdrawn almost and kind of scared you see this you see her like her step almost like falters for a second yes and like she reaches out almost like kind of like grasping for nat and that when she takes your shoulder like she is digging her fingers in and she kind of like half like pulls you off stage to get off stage quicker my, my, my queen are you okay she doesn't say anything there is a look of in fact, make me an insight check, Nat. See if you can read her expression. 17. Okay. She looks angry and there is a thread of fear that runs through her face that looks that makes her look almost younger, almost like more unsure. But she doesn't say anything to you as she like starts to drag you back towards the palace. Taro. Hey, what's good? You've got a funky little dagger. I sure do. Okay. What are you doing with your funky... I'm sure there's something going on in this town at the moment, but... You know, I got this dagger. <laughs> I'm sure it won't matter. Jiren, Teodora, and Rempa have left you in the flat. They have gone to the speech. Uh, so you are alone in the flat. You have been given access to the fridge. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Unlimited <laughs> power. Okay, Ed, it is... Taro, pardon me. It is a student fridge. There's not a lot of good stuff in there. I'll be real. Limited power. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. All right, what's the what's with this app? This, I just said app. I was like, what's up with this app? This, this killer app. This killer you can tell what's up with this app. Okay, uh, so the dagger, it is deeply magical. Surface, you don't know. 
It's very magical. Doesn't seem like it's going to be like exploding in your face magic. What are you going to do to try and learn more about it? I guess just kind of hold it and then just like, can I do an arcana check, you mean? I will I let don't you do want to use identify. Check. I'm too scared of my own. Uh, I, I'm too scared of the magic to do it. <laughs> I don't think Tara's okay with using magic that didn't come from a, like an item at this point. I think Tara does not inherently trust like the magic he's got. Like, Okay. Your um, dummy thick thunderclap works quite well. <laughs> yeah, it sure does. Okay. Boy, howdy. Okay. So but now it's not the time for that. Okay. <laughs> Roll me your arcana check, please. Uh, seven. <laughs> Is it a knife, Yubi? <laughs> it's a magic knife. Okay. With a seven. <laughs> Which is like, out of the knowledge you could have, is like 33% of the knowledge that you could have. Um, cool. <laughs> yeah. That's generous. Keeping, love to know 33% of things. Keeping that in mind. It doesn't... Okay. It's not a dagger that's magic like Nerium's dagger. It doesn't look like it's poisoned or it's magically more for doing more damage. It strikes okay. you as more like... And as you look at it and you spend some time actually like just staring at this dagger going, what do you do? It looks very similar to the blade that Eusebius drew. It's that same kind of metal. Oh, I'll hit it with a fork. Okay. <laughs> with a fork? Okay. I, what else? Oh, I have a sword, but I'm going to hit it with a fork. <laughs> I, mean, I probably have a fork to hand because I've probably been just like, like, there was probably like some rice or something left <laughs> yeah. in the fridge. And yeah. I like... You clang this fork against the blade and you hear... Bits of rice fly off. Yeah, bits of rice fly everywhere. I didn't clean it properly. Yeah. And you hear this, like, little voice that goes, Hello? 